Welcome to the Harmony Perspective, where we talk about real churches with real pastors facing real issues. Hey everyone, want to welcome you to the Harmony Perspective. It's the first episode of 2021, so I guess it's time to say this. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Today we're talking about resolutions. You ever make a resolution? New Year's resolution? Not that I kept. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) I've tried. It started off well. I purposely For the first six days. Uh, I purposely don't make them on New Year's, because I'll start it on the 27th, just so it's not a New Year resolution. That's good. That's good. So today I'm joined as normal with Patrick um, and TJ, and my name is Ben, and uh, we are Real Pastors, and uh, we're going to tackle the real issue of resolutions. So Patrick, uh, take us away. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been listening. We've uh, had some uh, people around the world uh, tuning in, so I think that's just an awesome way that this uh, technology a podcast can reach from South Carolina to the other side of the world. So uh, thank you for tuning in and subscribing. Uh, a resolution. So we, we talk about these things, but what is a resolution? The dictionary says a resolution is a firm decision to do or not do something. And for us as Christians, there ought to be some stuff that we're resolved to uh, in our lives in the new year and every day. And so these resolutions should not be something that we simply play at, but something that we commit ourselves to. And and so we've got three that we want our listeners to really grab a hold of for the new year. These are three resolutions that every believer should have in the new year. In 2021, three things that you should do. All right, let's hear your first. Go. All right, so mine, and, and each of us are doing one. We came up with these on our own, is to resolve to grow. And this is for leaders and for all believers. Second uh, Peter 3.18 says, Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so for us as believers, we have to continually be in a state of growth because failing to grow as an organism means that you're dying or that you're fading away. And so we should be in constant states of growth. But growth is not really the objective. It's what we want, but it's not the objective. Uh, Our growth is all about getting to know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ more. And so our growth is towards that end. Uh, To grow and resolving to grow, the first thing you have to do is identify where growth is needed. 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, examine yourself to see if you are in the faith. And so we have to examine ourselves on a regular basis, see where there are places that we need to grow. And then, because we know from 1 Corinthians 3, 6, and 7 that God brings the growth, the very first thing that we do is pray for growth. Wherever we have identified as a place for us to grow, we need to pray for God to give us growth in that place. For me, for years, I was not a morning person. Like You didn't talk to me for the first two hours of the day, um, even with coffee. And I prayed and prayed and prayed for years for God to make me somebody that could get up and get going in the morning. And little by little, that has happened. And so now I can jump up out of the bed and get going. Um, if God did that. It's cool to see that too. You you mentioned that here, but I remember on 
so like six years ago, seven years ago, you were the student pastor here at Harmony. I was volunteering in the student ministry. We went on a trip to the mountains, and I remember um, you were working through that process because I remember you telling me every morning when you wake up, you have to lay there and pray for however long and working through that. And so it's, it's kind of cool to hear that now coming back out six years later. Now you're kind of a morning person. Yeah, and it, that's for God's glory. That's for me to experience Him more. I can spend time in the Word. I'm not frustrated when I get up first thing. Um, and then focus on the area of growth for God's glory. That you're not just trying to grow to grow. You're f- trying to grow so that God can be glorified in you and you can reflect more of that into the world around you. First uh, Corinthians 10, 31, right? So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. I think for us as believers, as we make these resolutions, that has to be the goal of all of it, that we experience Christ more and that we glorify him more as we grow in our faith. That's awesome. Uh, for me, one of the things that I try to do is think at the end of the year, you know, where am I compared to where I was last year? You know, so sometimes when I'm reading my Bible and there's highlights or maybe underlining, it's it's encouraging to see how God has brought me or how God has grown me. Um, so that's cool. So resolution number one, grow more. TJ, how about you? What what do you think uh, resolution wise? What what you been chewing on? Uh, it's it's kind of neat because mine has something to do with growth, um, not just personal growth though. It has something to do with growth with the family as well. So quiet time or Bible time with your spouse. Um, And and that's something that I'm personally going to be working on uh, this year. And I think it's a great resolution for many people. Uh, 1 Corinthians 3.13. So now faith, hope, and love abide these three, but the greatest of these three are love. And we love our spouses. We understand love because God first loved us. We see how God poured out his love upon us through Jesus Christ. We see what this love looks like, and we understand love because of all that. And yet we're given our family from God. Like He gives us this responsibility to help grow and nourish and maintain and build up and encourage. And if we truly love our family we should have a desire to see them grow in their faith as well spending that time with them i think is a very important thing to do yet i know even in my own life and many people that i talk to husband and wives especially they struggle to to be able to sit down and and spend time together uh, in god's word so that's going to be my resolution and the questions that i had to ask myself what are my priorities in my life uh, does growth in my family really matter to me? Growth in their faith, anyways, it, does that matter to me? And if it's so important, why does losing weight or getting out of debt or anything else like that come ahead of family time with God? Yeah, and one thing I think that comes to my mind is just thinking about the role of um, the husband that God sets out. I mean, really, as men, and I know there's ladies listening here, but if you're a husband, Uh, God has put you in a place of spiritual leadership for your family. So if we don't seek to help our family to grow, our spouses, our children to grow, we're really kind of going against, not kind of, we are going against what God set out uh, 
for our role. Absolutely. And, and part of it is what happens in my life. I'll get so busy in ministry or uh, in doing other things that when I get home, I'm beat down, I'm wore out. And so instead of getting the best part of me, which God has set aside for my wife and children, my kids and my wife get the gristle is what mm. I call it. So everybody else gets the good stuff, right. but they get what's left over. And so I intentionally try when I park now to take a moment and gather myself so that then when I walk in, I'm walking in with a smile and, and an attitude that wants to love my family and not just tolerate them until I go to bed. It's kind of like Mr. Rogers. You're taking your <laughs> shoes off and putting on Switching a little sweater. Them. That's right. I like it. And I think it, that's good to hear because I actually had uh, in one of my notes that I have to be intentional with this. And that's a good way to be intentional when you park your car, sit there for a moment, pray, get off the you know off of your chest whatever's on your chest and then start new and fresh with your family when you get home yeah I like tj that. that's a, a awesome resolution one thing that comes to my mind patrick you said you're working on being a morning person is we got to figure out what time works for both <laughs> us and our spouse right Absolutely. so I, I think about you know hey if i'm one of those uh per- people that jump out of the bed but my wife or my spouse is not um, then that's probably not the best time. Don't pin them down in the morning. <laughs> if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is also, uh, with me, I've got three small children. You know, one one-year-old, one that's getting ready to be four, and a five-year-old is, you got to find time around that too. So include them in certain times, but time with your spouse, just with your spouse is, I think, absolutely needed. Obviously, family. We talked about it in one of our episodes, family devotions and you know, that kind of stuff. But finding time around children just to spend with your spouse is a difficult task as well. And and in these resolutions, uh, before we get to the last one, uh, it's a a firm decision to do something or not to do something. And, And this doesn't happen overnight, right? So we have to, if you're resolving to do these things, you gotta commit to the small things. So you got to commit to the little things in order for the big things to happen. Uh, doing those little things leads to big change. You think about uh, tiny drops of rain becoming this roaring torrent of a river. And so those small steps towards these goals leads to big change. And so um, one of those goals is, is resolving to grow. Another one's resolving to spend time intentionally with your family. And then, Ben, what do you have for us? You know, I'm the resident nerd at the table, so I'm going to give you this one, uh, resolve to read more. Um, Leaders are learners. So if we are going to lead our family well, if we're going to lead, maybe you're a pastor, lead your church well, um, then one of the things that you have to do is be a continuous learner. Um, So how many books did you guys read last year? How many books did you read last year, TJ? Me personally? Yeah. Not very many. Okay. Really, um... I don't know that I even completed all of them, but I know I was in probably only five okay. books at the most. All right. Patrick, how about you? How many books did you read? I have no idea. All right. A lot. A lot. All right. So the He's a average, reader, though. He is a reader. <laughs> He's a reader. So <laughs> the average American read 12 books last year. Now, Ooh. you may be sitting here as I'm a below listener average. and thinking, <laughs> I am below average. The, the mean is actually four. So there are folks who are reading tons of books. And then there's folks who are reading just a couple of books. 75% of people, when surveyed, Pew did this research, read at least one book. 
So that means 25% of Americans didn't crack a book at all, you know, wow. in 2020 wow. or in preceding years. Um, so why do I say this? I do think that there are some great resources out there that we can learn from. And um, really, we need to go to, you know, the greatest resource of all, which is the Bible, right? So if, if you're going to read one book in 2021, I want to encourage you to read the Bible. Uh, but if you're reading the Bible, um, find something else. Maybe find one of those areas like Patrick, you mentioned that you need to grow in and, and find someone who's an expert at that field and jump in it and do it. So that's, that's my new book title, how to be a morning person <laughs> <laughs> with Patrick Roddy. So there you go. So resolve to read more. I, I think it's an important one. And, um, speaking of reading, so, you know, you may be listening and wondering, what do I read? Um, so that's a great topic. We need to tackle that. Tune in maybe for our next episode and uh, maybe just give you some resources and books um, to read. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what you guys have been reading, what you would recommend to others and compare it to things that I read. Absolutely. So everyone, we want to thank you for listening and tuning in with us today for the Harmony Perspective. We want to encourage you, if you haven't already, that you like and subscribe. Share this on social media. Share it with your friends. Love to see, continue to see the places that this message and ultimately the message of the gospel is reaching um, so that we can make disciples of all people in all places to the glory of God. Thanks for joining us.